Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at Shay-Doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Yes, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the last week of February. Congratulations if you've made a big start this year and progress towards your goals. If you've slipped off, it happens. Don't waste time feeling guilty. Shake that off. Get back up and onto what you know works. We do this together. I mentioned that over the last few weeks, I've been speaking to a lot of digital entrepreneurs and digital nomads. And one challenge that continued to come up was uncertainty of income. Do you feel stressed out by the constant thought of gaps in your income? Or do you feel your business model is a bit risky, leaving things down to chance with the hope of continuous business? Today, we'll talk about that. I'll explain the challenges this mindset of uncertainty brings and how it actually blocks you from thinking clearly. And then we'll move on to a method you can use to ease the pressure off yourself and not be so stressed about the uncertainty of income. Let's start with the challenges. As we all know, part of the journey of being a digital entrepreneur A digital nomad, a freelancer, or a gig worker means being uncomfortable with uncertainty is part of the ride. It's risky. It's not traditional. There's not as much protection. So you are definitely more exposed. Though that's one thing I believe you are capable of dealing with, or else you wouldn't have made the bold moves that you have to get to this point. This type of thinking breaking out of those traditional cycles, going out alone, believing in your ability to find a way to make it work is incredible. It brings you strength and resilience. You know that you're talented and capable of being self-sufficient, so it's a great mindset to have. Stressing about uncertainty of income, thoughts like, what if I run out of money? What if the client stops the work? What if I don't get paid? You can see it feels immediately different. Those thoughts apply pressure and an all-consuming dark cloud of worry. This mindset is based on fear. 
It's driven by your animal brain. It holds you back. These are thoughts that stop you from being as brave. They stop you taking on risks. You reach a certain point of progression, though you cap your ability in exchange to feel comfortable and not expose yourself to those risks. At this point in time, are you capping your ability in exchange for comfort? Yes, money can be a problem, though worrying about money is also a problem in itself. Quite honestly, it has more of an impact on your mental and physical health. And we already discussed the inability to think clearly and progressively, though what are the impacts of this mindset? Well, with stress comes headaches, tension, ulcers, high blood pressure. I'm not saying this to sound scary, though all of these issues can result from stressing over money, which could end up either costing you more money with healthcare or costing you more than money. Why does this cycle of uncertainty particularly relate to money and what's going on inside your head to cause these feelings? Firstly, let's just get the obvious one out of the way. As a Western society, money has become the currency for many of us to fulfill our dreams. Holidays, lifestyle, the ability to be wherever you want. In order to obtain this lifestyle, money is usually the path to it, whether you like that or not. So that's number one, a way of society that is not changing anytime soon. Number two, the drive to be successful, an innate drive in you that many of you listening to this will have. What does successful mean to you? Money? If so, you can expect yourself to naturally feel more pressure about it. Use that pressure to propel you not stress you. Number three is wanting more. More luxury, nicer things, being able to spend that bit more. There isn't anything wrong with this. Quite honestly, I think it's unrealistic if you thought you were going to earn more money, though not increase your lifestyle. I'm talking a nicer Airbnb apartment or not having to be in a studio or the occasional nice meal at a restaurant or a spa day. It's fine to want those things. The issue comes for people spending outside of their means or living beyond their means, not being in control. You know, spending what you don't have or being reckless with the money that you do have. That will lead you to money pressure and feeling uncertain. If you are a digital entrepreneur or nomad, do you have a specific budget for your accommodation? Do you cook or do you eat out a lot? Are the daily small purchases, smoothies, breakfast bowls, are they adding up? Are you in a country that you can actually afford to be in? Being on top of these things isn't going to immediately solve every single issue with money, though it will certainly help. In summary, you are going to think about money, though you will either be thinking in unison with it, or you'll be working against it. Working against it is when you're in the danger zone. If you do what you love, it's there to help you. 
Though if you try and force something to work when it's not truly what you love doing, then your outlet will be stressing about the money. Let's just go back a second. Why did I say Western society earlier? This is a bit of a random side note, though I found some research that I wanted to share with you. And it showed me that we can fall into the trap of thinking that this is a global problem and that everybody faces it when actually that's not true. It really can depend on where you live. I found it fascinating that in this survey, only 19% of self-employed South Koreans saw uncertainty of income as a continuous worry. Only 19%, that's not that many. At the other end of the spectrum was Lithuania, where 59% of self-employed Lithuanians saw money as a continuous worry. It is a huge difference. So, of course, there will be many factors behind that research, though it does help to bring perspective, curiosity that relieves pressure when you realise it's not all people that are facing that challenge or thinking about money in the same way. If you do have any friends in South Korea, it may be worth linking up with them to find out more about their mindset when it comes to money. Though let's talk about the triggers that make this loop happen. You know, this loop of worrying, feeling stressed about it, it being off of your mind for a little while, though then it comes back again. Because you may find yourself just going around in these circles and feeling continuously unsure or thinking about it. And the triggers leads to everything we just discussed, that mindset and the health impact. So if we can identify what are the things that are causing that loop to begin, then you can start addressing what to do about it. So here are some of the triggers. First, how much is enough? If I asked you, how much money do you need? You'd probably say to me, for what? For day to day? To sustain traveling? To be mortgage free? To be financially free? It goes on. And my response would be yes, all of that. Knowing your money goals for each of them, plus any other goals you may have, is really important. It brings you clarity. You know what you're aiming for. You have awareness rather than continuously thinking, I'm not making enough. I'd be screwed if something went wrong. Knowing those answers tells you if I want to live X lifestyle, I need Y income. Without that, you're continuously guessing. That guessing is a trigger for stress. That is one of the things that puts you in that mindset. So know your monetary goals. Second, this is another trigger, your parents' relationship with money or your carers. This will have heavily influenced how you think and deal with your own money. So just take a moment to consider it. When you were growing up, were things always very tight because of limited money? Were things very tight even with money? As a result, how do you now think about it? Did you value what money bought you as a kid? Or did it create 
a level of unhealthy expectation. Did your parents say things like, money isn't everything, money doesn't grow on trees, money won't buy you happiness? If so, what impact has that had on you up to today? They are all really common phrases, though it's rare that we actually take a moment to think about, okay, what impact has that had on my life and the way I think about money myself? At this point, has it caused you to overly think about money or the opposite, not think about it enough? Do you want to take those habits forward or create new ones? Third, poor budgeting. We spoke about this one earlier. Your budgeting doesn't have to be memorized, though having it written down or typed down in a place that shows your income, your personal expenses, your personal bills, your business bills, your savings goals. Do you have that? Is it up to date? If the answer is yes, great. Have extra bills crept on? Ask yourself honestly, what are you sticking to and what are you slacking with? Being on top of your money majorly relieves the pressure that you're putting on yourself. Because it's meaning that you're in control of it rather than guessing or hoping you will have enough. This guessing and hoping is a trigger. And finally, fourth, having a very limited safety net. If things did go to shit, if your clients stopped your work or if you decided to quit or if you got laid off or if customers stopped buying from you, I want you to have a think about the answer to this question. How many months can you get by using cash that you can immediately access if that was to happen? For most people, it's four to six weeks. Nothing, really. If you only have four to six weeks worth of money to get you by, you can't be surprised at yourself for feeling continuously uncertain about your income. This lack of safety net is causing more of an issue than you're aware of. It's keeping you in a survival brain mode. And this is the part that you'd love to change. And this is really what helps to take the pressure off. It's moving out of this animal brain mode so that you can relax and think with more clarity. I don't know about you, but certainly for me, I found growing up, there was this stigma around, you know, don't talk too much about money. Don't be too money driven. No, not everything's about money, as I said. I don't actually believe in that mindset anymore because, okay, it's one thing flashing cash, if if we're going to say things like that, flashing cash or spending on what other people deem to be unnecessary things. And that is a whole realm in itself because do you actually feel like that if you're in that situation versus is that jealousy coming from other people that are not in that situation? That's a interesting concept in itself. Though what I'm getting at is this denial almost to be able to talk about money and to be able to understand your money, make monetary goals and aims and ambitions and understand how much you need. That's really important. 
But for a lot of people, and I certainly found that was denied, it was quashed, you know, it was like you are materialistic if you think in that way. And I don't agree with that. So before we get straight into the takeaways today, I'd love to share a scientific experiment that was recently done because I felt that it just illustrates in live time the exact impact uncertainty of income can have on your performance and on your mindset. So picture these two groups of people. Group A have a high income. Group B have a low income. Both groups are given a set of personal financial problems. And let's use one of the problems they were given. The example was a car repair bill. They were both told that a car repair bill would cost them $150 to fix. And then they had to complete some simple cognitive attention tasks. So that was number one, the $150 to fix. After that, they were then told both groups again, that a car repair bill would cost them $1,500 to fix, followed by the simple cognitive attention tasks. What happened? In the $150 test, both groups, so the high income and the low income groups, performed those cognitive tasks similarly. Though in the 1500 test, the low income group performed the cognitive tasks substantially worse. So this proves that worrying about uncertainty of income, even in hypothetical situations, will disrupt your ability to think clearly. By getting yourself out of that position, you're working in unison with your brain and money to remove that pressure. All right, okay, with that in mind, there are two takeaways for today. So get your pen and paper or your Mac ready so you can start typing things down or writing things out. First of all, work out the exact amount you'd need to fund your current lifestyle for six months. I'm talking about your personal expenses and don't be stingy. You know, I'm not talking about splashing things. Maybe you're overspending today, but also you don't want to be a hermit and not, you know, allow yourself a treat or to buy some nice um, face cream. I'm just basing this on things that I spend my extra bit of money on that I allow myself to do. So, you know, look after yourself. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to be a hermit, but look after yourself. Personal expenses, bills, business bills, big bills, small bills. What is that figure based on what you are actually spending today? not what you think it may be. So look at over the last three months, for example, what have you actually been spending? What are your actual bills? Okay, so you figure out what is that amount to fund your current lifestyle for six months. And once you have that figure written down, that is your new goal. If you already have that amount in a savings account or in your bank accounts, then congratulations. That is honestly, that's great. Get it into a separate account where you don't notice is there and you can just call it your contingency account. This is your way of knowing that if those worst situations materialize, you'd be covered for six months whilst you get sorted. 
if you're looking at that figure and thinking, I have nowhere near saved that amount, then start with three months. It's okay. And items, for example, like your house don't count as their savings to access because you cannot immediately access that money. Though I can promise you, when you reach that figure, three months and then ideally six months, you will feel an overnight change. Knowing that this money is sitting in its own totally separate account and it's there if you need it, just something about that immediately flicks a switch off in your brain takes you out of that animal survival mode and allows you to relax and think clearly. And I'm saying I promise because I've been there. After my first business failing at the start of 2020, I was stressing about money. I had many of those thoughts that we discussed today. I wasn't on top of my monetary goals. I wasn't on top of my expenditure. And whilst, okay, I wasn't blowing my money... It was just all going in and out of one account. I had no idea what was going on. And I listened to a guy called Jason Greystone on a podcast. And this is where I learned the three-month and six-month tip. And it took me a few months to get to my six-month goal. Though as soon as I hit that, this feeling immediately shifted, it changed. As soon as I saw the figure there in a separate account, I could just breathe and relax. It really was fascinating how your mindset changes when that happens. It leads nicely on to number two, something I've already discussed today, become fully clear on your financial goals. What are your aims and how much do you need to make them happen? For example, If you want to be financially free, what does that mean? How much do you need to get to that point? I did some working out based on my own uh, lifestyle. And to cover, this was at the start of last year, I figured out, okay, I need £1,300 a month to be able to cover just absolute basics of food, accommodation, uh, the current travel lifestyle that I was having at that point. And so if I wanted to be financially free, because that is one of my biggest goals, it would mean that I'd need to have around 160 to 170,000 in savings that were earning 10% interest on average for me to receive that £1,300 income per month and be financially free. You know, then obviously there's other goals on top of that, like, okay, how much do I want to be investing each month? So it means that 170,000 would increase, though that gives you an idea of what I'm talking about. So begin with those two starting points, your three or six month goal, depending on where you're at, having that in a separate account and then becoming fully clear on your goals and what that means financially. If you start with those, I promise you will start significantly shifting your relationship with money and your thoughts about it. Just remember that, yes, money can be a problem, though worrying about money is more of a problem. Remove yourself from that space. Take the pressure off yourself. That is it for this week. Which one person would really benefit from hearing this? 
whose name is coming into your mind right now? Hit share on your podcast platform and send it on to them. Just help them out. Next Thursday morning, I have some really exciting news to share with you. I'll be showing you how to avoid task overwhelm. And the episode will include an extra surprise for you. Do you feel overwhelmed by all your tasks? Are you neglecting the ones that you know are important? If yes is the answer to that, then I will see you on Thursday. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you and love you all. Go to shay-doring.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member. 